0: Prayer. Uh, I do love that Lacey said that. We're starting seven days of prayer today because uh, the reason why that's important to me is though we're doing 21 days of prayer. uh, Some of you uh, may feel like you're late in the game. Why start now? Uh, Why? Let me make sure you understand why. Because the Lord isn't as concerned with all the things that I did in the past as much as what's forward. Some people uh, may be in Christ, and they may be uh, 98 years old, and they have a great history of all the things that they've accomplished for Christ, but if there's still breath in our lungs, he's not done with us yet. We are moving forward. We're advancing the kingdom of God together, and so this is now about where we are and where we're going, and so I want to make sure that today counts in Christ and that I have a plan spiritually moving forward. And one of the places that I want to see the body of Christ have the most confidence is in their prayer closet. I don't have everyone yet. And so uh, I don't know what's going on, but here, let me me make sure you understand this. There will, I'm not trying to be uh, silly or anything like that, but as your pastor, I'm often on the receiving end of terrible phone calls that will happen in all of our lives. And it is so crippling when you don't have confidence in your prayer closet in those awful days. And if it happens at three in the morning and you can't get someone else on the phone, you need to know there is someone you can get on the phone. His name is Jesus, and you have access to him. But what is so important is that you have confidence in that building. In that prayer, because you have built a history of knowing how to access the throne room. And you don't have a deficiency in your prayer closet. Because when you have shame in that relationship, of feeling like you haven't accessed enough, or you don't know your way around, or know how to navigate in prayer, it is really difficult to pray with authority which is the only way to pray as a son and as a daughter of Christ. We always pray from a place of identity that Jesus gave us. But when you don't feel like you've done this or been through it, it's like it's more hope than authority. Uh, and when Jesus gave the illustration uh, of to the Roman centurion of, of the Roman centurion, came and said, Hey man, I've got this, this guy, works for me. He's, he's ill. Can, can you come and pray? And Jesus says, Yeah. And he said, you know what? Never mind. If you just give the word, I know, I know how authority works. Your word will heal this guy. It comes from a place of authority, not hope. We don't hope. We know. We have confidence. We have been there. The Lord promised me. He sent his word to me and through me. He told me who I am and what I'm called to do. And this isn't your pastor. You need to know I am not more special than you. I am not more anointed than you. He has called us all to be pastors, evangelists. You are someone's prophet. You are the greatest man and or woman that someone will ever meet. They don't want to come to the house of God. You are the house of God. And I'm trying to build us up that we would have the confidence to know how to access the throne room. So please, 6 a.m., 6 p.m., join me here. Or you could do it at home, but do it somewhere. Please, I beg you, if this is your church, you need to know that the vision of this house, there's a lot of great churches in Lakeland. This isn't the place to come to sit and be entertained. We're not that entertaining. This is a place to come and grow. And so I'm challenging you as an oracle of God, like you are called to grow. And there is, hold on. There's a lot of statements that could be made that's like, I don't know if I believe that. There is no growth in Christianity absent of prayer. If you're not gonna enjoy prayer, you're not gonna enjoy Christ. Everything we do is in Christ. So build this up. This is... 101. This is the first thing that we learn how to do. We learn how to talk to God. And I'm, I'm, I'm calling you. This is your commandment to meet with Jesus. And he will teach you what to do. He'll grow you in this. Um, I have a shorter message today uh, because we are going to pray together today. Some of you don't know how to pray, and uh, I'm just going to give you a tip. This is a tip, a tip for someone here today. As uh, one of my first people that I ever learned how to pray with, he taught me several rules. And I remember when I came to Christ, and uh, I was in a relationship with a young lady, and uh, this mentor, uh, who was a brother in Christ, just a prayer warrior, he would mentor me, and he would say, "Hey, uh, with your girlfriend, if you're going out with her tonight, don't get comfortable, and you'll be just fine. you'll keep Jesus there if you don't get comfortable and the moment I'd be with her, I would re- ask myself when when I realized I was trying to get comfortable, I knew what was what was happening uh he would tell me that same principle in prayer don't get." comfortable you can pray more intense you can pray on your guard if you don't get comfortable anyone here ever fall asleep praying hold on hold on wait wait Did anyone here ever fall asleep praying okay the problem is you got comfortable the, the, the night that jesus died or was arrested he said to his disciples say will you pray with me for one hour they're like absolutely And they got comfortable. And he'd come back and wake him up again. Hey, will you pray with me for one hour? And they got comfortable. If you want to grow in your prayer life, find ways to not get comfortable. It's a tip, it will help. Check that out. It's a free one. It's a nugget. All right, cool. Would you all stand to your feet with me for the reading of God's word? This is Luke chapter 18, and this is week three in in what we're doing parables. We're going to do this for like 17 weeks, but we're only doing a third week on prayer. So here we go. Luke 18. Here's a cool story for you. One day, Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city. He said, Neither who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. And the judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. And I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. Then the Lord said, Learn a lesson from this unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So you don't think that God will surely give justice to the chosen people who cry out to him day and night. will, uh, Will he keep putting them off? I tell you that he will grant justice to them quickly. And when the son of man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? Let's pray. Dear Jesus, help. Amen. Y'all can have a seat. Hey, um, here's what you need to know. This story is unique in that it's not unique. It is a story that Jesus is telling that he's already told. And it's in the same gospel. So in Luke chapter 18, he tells a story of a persistent widow who seeks... Something to happen. What you need to know, it's pretty cool, is that this is a story. When we're looking into the heart of our Savior, when people say things repetitively, it's because they really mean it. They're coming back to the well on this truth. This story, I did not read to you two weeks ago. But I read a story really similar to this story two weeks ago. And that gives me insight into my Savior's heart into my Lord's heart, that when he's teaching on prayer, he wants me to know that the Father, this is something that is really, if you want to get good at prayer, learn this. So I read this story. It's different than Luke 11, which we read a couple weeks ago. In verse then teaching them more about prayer, he used this story. Suppose you went to a friend's house at midnight wanting to borrow three loaves of bread and you said to him, a friend of mine has just arrived for a visit and I have nothing for him to eat. And suppose he calls out to me from his bedroom, don't bother me, the door is locked for the night and my family uh, and I are all in bed and I can't help you. But I tell you this, though he won't do it for a friendship's sake, if you keep knocking long enough, he will get up and give you whatever you need because of your shameless persistence this uh, is either really offensive or really awesome uh, that Jesus is both times using the story of a woman who's annoying, <laughs> just using my savior's uh, thing here. Uh, you can hate me if you want, but, but what I love is, is that what Jesus is recognizing is that persistence is critical for breakthrough. There are multiple times in our life where we feel like we knock once and we get the wrong answer and we quit. And we knock once and we get the wrong answer and so we quit. And I love that scenario about Michael Jordan that said, I didn't succeed because I, like, I failed again and again and again and again and again. But the reason why I have become great is because I never quit. You can fall down and fall down and fall down and fall down and it may make me insane. But I am insane about the reality that I believe one thing. This is how I find breakthrough. Persistence. Now in this story, it's slightly different scenarios. In one, it was kind of like a nuisance story. You can pray whatever you want. You can can believe God. Jesus said, you can ask whatever you want in my name. That wasn't my words, it was his words. That was a promise. But in this story, it's kind of weird. It's not a nuisance. This woman is asking for justice, and she's asking from a judge. Now, what I love about this scenario is there's not many things that is more stubborn or more difficult than law. When you find yourself up against law, you find yourself in a hard position. We have a few people in our church that have been fighting with the law for situations for years, one trying to get citizenship, one trying to get uh, um, a breakthrough and get some, some things wiped off of their, 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 um, their record. There have been a lot, and you've been up against this for, years, I mean, like eight, nine years. Persistence is the key to breakthrough. Some of you, if you're not careful, you can buy into the fact that you've lost or that you haven't made it or that breakthrough will not find you. But we're not talking about the short game. We're running a marathon. And if you find breakthrough, then how wonderful of of a solution is that, that ultimately God is faithful. What if it takes you 10 years to get your miracle? I'm thinking about people that have been in our church. There's a young lady that attends our church. Eight years she was barren. Eight years seeking breakthrough in her life. Some people here, it's been in their marriage. They were, they were, they were in a hard place for time and time and time and time again. Some people was waiting for the job that they wanted their whole life and they were faithful in the job that they have knowing that this is not where God's called me to but I'm going to be consistent and faithful here where is it that you refuse to give up what i love is the scenario where jesus says in this story because she is wearing me out with her constant requests ladies i want you to know if you're married to someone wear him out There is breakthrough in it, I promise. I've been on the other end of it. Just wear them out. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But what I love about this passage that really sticks out to me is a line that you may have missed over. Is where it says, where Jesus says, "Um, when I come back, when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? In John uh, chapter four, there's the story of the woman at the well. John chapter three, I'm sorry. And in John chapter three, there's that story of the woman at the well, or eight or three. I don't know what chapter it is. But what we find in that passage is that one thing that always moves God's heart is worship. That the Father is looking for worshipers. If you're having a hard time in your prayer closet, try worship. God is attracted to worship. Worship. Like, like, in prayer, sometimes you're seeking God, but in worship, he's seeking you. It's, it's, it's inevitable. He, the Father is seeking those that would worship in spirit and in truth, and he comes, man. It's like, you start praising, and the Lord just, he, he, he loves it. Let me tell you another thing that the Lord loves, that he's attracted to. This is crazy. Is pastor really saying that God is attracted to certain truth? Yes. He is attracted to faith. Faith moves God. In fact, the scripture says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Impossible. You cannot please God if you do not have faith. In this passage, Jesus is saying, when the Son of Man comes back, how many will have faith? How many of them would have not given up? And I just think about how awful it would be for all of the people who almost found the breakthrough if the Wright brothers gave up on 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 that last airplane, how much that would have changed history. Listen. Don't quit. Jesus is telling this story twice because he wants you to understand you don't quit when you're coming after the Lord. Don't stop. Be persistent. Be persistent. Be persistent. Be persistent. And that's your sermon for the day. Does that make sense? All right. I'm a firm believer that um, prayer can, cannot really be taught. It has to be caught. I, I really believe that there's a scenario of like, you, 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 I can tell you about prayer all you want, but you've got to decide to pray. And then you'll figure out how to, how to ride. Like you can't ride your bike watching YouTube. You've got to get in your prayer closet. Now you can get with other people who are praying and you'll learn how to pray. But you can't learn how to ride a bike watching YouTube. You've got to do it. And so we want to know the Lord. We do this through prayer. So what we're going to do today is we're going to turn this into a time of prayer. Jesus said that my house shall be called a house of prayer. And I've asked several people to help me pray today. And if you're some of those people, uh, this is the time for you to say, I've got my prayer. You can come up and line up along the walls, this side or this side. And we're going to just take the rest of the service and turn this into a a prayer meeting. Y'all cool with that? Watch this. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to ask everyone that prays, be, be just listen to me here, so that everyone can agree. I want you to understand that everyone that's about to pray is going to start with one word. They're going to tell you what they're praying for, and then they're going to pray three or four sentences. And if they pray if more than that, your, your pastor's going to give them the hook. I'm just going to pull them off the stage. We're not talking. We're not prophesying. We're praying. We're seeking the Lord, all of us as a church. Y'all with me? We're gonna seek the Lord, we're gonna seek the Lord, we're gonna seek the Lord, we're gonna seek the Lord. Jesus said that my house should be called a house of prayer. So I want you guys to hear some beautiful prayers. There's some of you that are gonna see hear these prayers and say, I got something to pray. It's good, and you'll jump in. Some of you that are sitting or standing right now, I would say to you, don't get comfortable. So if you're spacing out, find a way to get uncomfortable. Maybe you gotta do headstands. Or sit on your knees, where you've got to get out from the prayer and you got to walk around. Hey, when it's time to pray, I want to make sure if you if my prayers don't move me, they'll never move the Lord. I don't know if you heard that. If they don't move me, they won't move the Lord. Get uncomfortable and do it now. We're going to open this up for prayer. What are we praying for? And we're going to pray. Come on, Dina. Let's seek the Lord, church. Father God, I repent for my selfishness
1: and my lack of focus of the cross in my life. Lord, help me to never lose sight of what you've done for me and what you've done
0: for our people. Guide us back to your cross daily. Lord Jesus. That's awesome. I just want to be more clear. What we want to say is one word so that everyone understands what we're praying for. Because these topics are going to shift. They're going to shift quickly. Jesus said, let your words be few. So you don't have to pray long to pray powerfully. If our Savior said, let your words be few, it's not impressing him because you can pray for 45 minutes about your puppy. Does that make sense? Shaza.
2: Passion. Lord, I pray that you would stir up a passion inside of us, Lord God, you would give us fresh fire. I pray that you would make us hungrier for you and your presence than the things of this world, Lord. I pray that you would wipe out distraction, Lord. We want more of you. Jesus. Mental health. Yeah. Lord, I speak the name of Jesus over yeah. mental illness. I yeah. take authority over depression, over intrusive yeah. thoughts, yeah. over anxiety. Yes, yes. I, I ask that you would release peace and yes. joy over your people, that you would restore them to
3: a joyful foundation.
0: That's awesome. And as you're there, I want you to agree with them. Come on.
3: Awakening, Lord, I ask for a spirit of revival to flood the hearts of lukewarm believers. Yeah. That a fiery passion would be awakened inside of them to see and be sensitive to what you are saying and doing right now. I pray that we would never be content with where we are in our pursuit of you. I pray that as we so quickly forget the truths of your word... And what you command of us just as quickly as we forget our own reflection in the mirror the moment we look away, that you would do everything in your power to get and keep our attention on you and make our lives a poured out sacrifice of praise.
4: Jesus. The lost. Yeah. Lord Jesus, I just pray for those people that don't know you, Lord God. I pray my that brother. they would come to know you. I pray, I pray that brother. they would have a greater hunger for you than they would have for things of this world, Jesus. Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. <clears throat> excuse me Um, I pray also Lord Jesus that that they would would that they would wake up and spend time in the morning with you and that they would come to know you Lord Jesus that's it that's it
1: families yeah I pray for those that are trying to create families right now I pray for those who have struggling families Who are constantly comparing to the perfect ones on social media And that they will turn to you instead And know that you designed the perfect family And putting you at the center Is what makes the family perfect That's awesome Praise God
3: growing, Lord. I just thank you for the congregation, Lord, and the kingdom, Lord, and I thank you for the youth, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, we just thank you for the whole church, Lord, and I ask, Lord, that through you, you fill us with your fruit and your spirit, Lord, and you help us grow and be a light. Yeah,
0: yeah,
5: yeah. The Word. Father, I thank you for your Word. God, I thank you that it is life to all who find it. I thank you, God, that it is health to our flesh, medicine to our bones. God, I pray you would just give us a hunger for your word. Leadership. I pray for the leadership. Because how can they lead us unless we pray for them? How can they build the church if we are not standing in battle armor ready to defend them and build? Boldness. I pray for um,
3: us to be more bold, to bring your word forth, to be able to speak when you tell us to speak, and not be afraid of what people are going to say or what they're going to think of us, Lord. Um, You died on the cross for us, Lord, and I just ask that we be more bold and spread your word. Amen. Amen. Guidance. Lord, I ask that you just be with us as we go on this life, a journey. I ask that you be the light upon our feet, Lord. Guide us in every direction, every way. You want us to provide a ministry to those that are not reached by your love, Lord.
0: Okay, hold on. We got to lean in on prayer. So don't let your mind space out right now. This is we're gonna some of these prayers are gonna jump all over you because you're like, man, I've never prayed that. I need that. I need to remember to start praying that more often. We're gonna focus in right now. Some of you need to stand, some of you need to go find a corner, but we're all of us right now, we're leaning in on prayer. Go ahead, brother.
3: Come on. Unity. Josh. Father, I ask for unity among the men here that we reclaim our position as priest of our home. Father. How can two walk together unless we are agreed? I ask for agreement and unity among the men that we would rise up and take the place that you have called us to in this season and in this time. In Jesus' name. That's awesome. Unity.
1: God, I pray for faith in the youth, God. This is our next generation. We need it to... We need it to rise right now, God. We need it to be powerful. We need you, God. Come this on. next generation needs to be
0: powerful. Yes, Lord, put your anointing It'd on And be
1: filled with you, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we need you.
0: Yes, Lord. Can you stretch your hands out towards this boy right now? As he just as a representation? If, you're a youth, if you are under the age of 19, will you stand to your feet right now? Father, I pray for these kids right now. Lord, that your spirit would be upon him. Let it not be said that this is a dark generation because there, there is a fire that you're putting on them. And I pray that you would show them clarity of their calling, clarity of your love for them, clarity of their anointing, clarity of your pure holy spirit. God, I pray that you'd move on their lives and touch them right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hopelessness. Oh,
1: Lord, I pray that you would give us a different perspective. I pray that you would go into all the places where people are hopeless for their family, for their finances, for miracles, Lord. And I pray that you would transform their perspective, that you would help them to realize who you are and who they are, and that they would walk in hope, and they would transform their circumstances by prayer in Jesus' name. Mm,
3: That's awesome. Mm. Lord, Father God, I want to pray for miracles, signs, and wonders, Lord, Father God, Lord, Father, God, uh, it's your heart, Lord, Father, God, that we walk yes. whole, Lord, Father, God. Yeah. So today, Lord, I pray right now, Lord, Father, God, if there is sickness among us, Lord, Father, God, if anyone right now experienced any kind of sickness or disease right now, Jesus. we just command it to be whole in yes. Jesus' name. Yes. We rebuke the enemy. Yes. And Lord, we just a- apply your word, Lord, Father, and your wholeness upon this body. In Jesus' oh, mighty name, so oh. be it. Amen. Oh,
0: Amen. That's it, brother. Oh. Lord, I ask that we give you all of our love in our mind, in our heart, and in our strength, that we will keep all that you've commanded, that we can walk and abide in your love and walk with Jesus in his light, that we will do, that all that we do is brings glory to the Father, that the world, when we know that we love you, yes, Lord.
5: Strength. Um, the joy of the Lord is our strength. So I just pray that we would remember this um, when we're um, just having a tough time and not knowing where it is, but that we would just uh, bring our eyes back to You because we can't do this alone. And remember that You are our strength, um, and just that we would look for it in, the, in the every day, um, look for the joy. So um, that we can just strengthen our hands and feet as we desire to be yeah. your instruments, God, and to be used for your glory. It's awesome That's Unity. Lord, I ask that you would bring us together
3: as we seek you. Yeah, You would give us one goal so that we, as we walk toward you, you would bring us together. Lord, I ask that you would bring disagreements into perspective the focus back to you Lord Jesus
4: healing Lord Jesus I want to pray right now and ask for those that are hurting for those that need healing in their minds in their bodies emotionally physically mentally spiritually all the things Lord God I pray right now that there is healing a supernatural healing in them Lord Jesus for them to come to know you, for them for their bodies to not be hurting anymore, for all the healing, Lord Jesus, in your holy name.
0: I'm just gonna call a couple more people to come up. Morgan, would you come? Scotty, would you come? Jeremy, would you come? Terry, would you come? Alexis, would you come? Isaiah, come up here. Go ahead, Deb.
3: Jesus, I just pray for those who have felt weighed down because they've been asking for things for so long. God, that if their faith would arise that we would remember that anything that we ask in your name, it can be done. Yeah. We trust you, Lord Jesus. That's
5: it.
3: Come on, Caleb. Jesus pray for revival. I yeah. pray Lord Jesus for yes, the Lord. old and the she young pour out your spirit throughout up. every age Jesus, group Father. Come, I pray Lord, God come, Holy Lord, Spirit come, Lord, that you would come.
4: invade our lives Father. Wake us up, and Lord God. I pray God that you would wake us up Lord Jesus and turn our eyes to you Father the perfecter of our faith Lord Jesus. In Jesus name Father.
3: Again Lord healing God. God there are prayers that we've been praying since we were young God and for breakthrough for our family members that their pain would be no more God we lift them up to you today God God I believe in your healing power God yes, just Lord. as Jesus was healed yes. through one of the most traumatic and dramatic um torturings and and deaths that this earth has ever experienced. Wow. And, and God, you have healed him. God, and I, I trust in your healing power, God, that these prayers that we've been praying since for 20 years, for 30 years, Jesus. that they can be answered in your name, Jesus. Thank you. Great job, Carlos. Holy Spirit's here, man. Peace. Lord, I, I thank you for your peace. And I pray
0: that over each and every person in this room.
3: Lord. we would walk according to your will and your purpose not because of our own understanding but because of the peace that surpasses understanding the peace with us as you walk with us and that we can trust you in all things because of your wholeness your peace Lord in the midst of the storm you are still God and we walk in that and we trust you and we thank you for your peace
4: so
0: powerful Marriages, Jesus, God has prayed for marriage. I pray that you're protecting this, these families, and these, these mothers, and these fathers. And I pray that your Holy Spirit will continue to guide these families and protect these marriages. Yes. When everything is trying to tear them apart. Oh, yeah, probably God. You're just bringing us together more close to you. So yeah. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Humility,
1: wow. Wise man once taught me humility. The minute you think you've got
3: it, you just lost it. Father, according to your scripture, let us not think ourselves
0: more highly than we ought. That's it. But that we value each other. Yes, Lord. Greatly, more yeah. greatly than ourselves. That's it. That in this humility, we can approach the throne of God Almighty. Hallelujah. In assurance, in confidence, Hallelujah. in strength. Hallelujah. Born on our humility. Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Tilly.
2: God, peace. We are all dealing with different circumstances and um, struggles that I just pray for your peace to be upon each of us. Pray that your spirit would bring peace and comfort. Just pray for your love to
0: cover us. That's it. Thank you, brother. Faithfulness. God, I thank you that you are our ever-present help in time of need. I thank you that you have never once forgotten us, that you have never once abandoned us, that you are there every time that we ever need you because of your faithfulness. I pray that you would increase that faith in every single one of our lives, Lord. That not faith through knowledge, Lord, because that means nothing but faith given by a gift from you, Father, that you have planted oak trees within this church. And I thank you, Lord, for the grace that you have shown each and every single one of us and pray that you would increase our faithfulness. Yeah.
3: Pride. dear Lord, don't let pride get in our way of completing the mission that you have set upon us that's, it, that's dear it lord help us to work toward it and fight the selfish ways that constantly get in get in our way because we do everything we do for you thank you and keep leading us in jesus name
0: it's awesome dear.
4: lord trust Lord, I pray that we just trust you in every circumstance, Lord, that regardless of what's going on, that your plans are better, Lord, that if we trust you, God, you will get us through whatever. As we look our our eyes upon you, Lord, we can trust that your plans are good regardless of what is happening. Restored
2: relationships, Lord, I ask that you would restore the right relationship between mother and children and father and children, Father God, that you would uh, bring back the healthy, beautiful, Christian, God-like bonds that you created us to have, and I ask that you would restore the marital relationships, Father God, where they may be broken or where they they may be unhealthy. Lord, we ask that you would just bind them together in perfect unity, Father God, and we believe that you are working and that you are doing these things, even starting right now in the name of Jesus.
3: Fellowship. Lord, I ask for a fellowship that we can come together and walk with one another, guide each other, help each other understand that we don't have to do this alone, that we're not alone, that we can lean on each other, we can help each other in our time of need, and we can just all come together and be with one another and walk this journey together and not alone.
5: Encouragement. There are some, like myself, who've been struggling for quite some time, and Lord, I ask for faith and for encouragement in this time. Lord, that you would help us to not lose sight of what our end goal is. And Lord, that we would not lose faith and we would not stop seeking you.
4: Identity. Lord God, I pray that all of us and rest in the identity that you have given us, Lord God, and that we know who you've created us to be, Lord Jesus. We know exactly who it is because you have plans for us, Lord God. Your word says in Jeremiah 29, 11, that for I know the plans I have for you, Lord Jesus, and you had it all planned out from the very beginning, Lord God, and I just pray that we all rest in you and trust you and know who it is that you created us. To
1: be. Lord, I just want to pray for any family out there that's struggling with infertility. Yeah. That journey is so hard, and I'm so blessed that I have three beautiful children now. But I remember years ago when I was struggling, so I just want to lift up those families, those mothers. That have that desire in them to carry a child, to birth a child, to nurture a child. I believe that you give that desire. That's it. And if you give that desire, you will fulfill it. Amen. You will fulfill it. It may not be in our timing. It may not be the way that we see it. But I have children that you provide it. You gave me a promise. You kept your word. So I want to lift up those
3: parents
1: right now and pray that you will comfort them, love them, give them peace, hold them, let them feel you through every doctor appointment, everything that comes their way, every negative test results, whatever it may be. That's it. Lord, just hold them close to you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name.
0: We'll do two more.
1: Freedom. Lord I pray
2: that you would set the captives free we pray for freedom from bondage from addiction Lord God from unhealthy thought patterns from shame from isolation Lord God freedom from any attack of the enemy Lord we pray that we would be able to walk in freedom and authority and boldness Lord God that we would be a light of the work that you've done in our lives Lord
5: Lord I just lift up anyone who needs healing God I just Feel healing and expectancy are tied together. Hmm. And just like in Acts chapter 3, there was a man lame from birth. He had a defect. And he asked Peter and John for silver and gold for alms. And they didn't give him what he asked for. And I think there might be some some of us here who are asking and you're not going to give us what we ask for but the beauty of it is that he got so much better than what he asked for so I pray for an expectant heart for healing for those from birth or you know a more recent time of exposure that you would just create expectancy in our hearts for you to act as a good good father who loves his children so much We love you, Lord, and we want to glorify you and worship you. So we love you, Jesus. Thank you.
0: That's
3: beautiful.
1: Lord, uh, the word I'm praying for is love. That's awesome. Lord, um, I just lift up our church, our community that our hearts would be softened. Lord, and that we would seek the lost and engage in uncomfortable conversations. And that you would hold our hand through it, God. And that we'd be slow to judge
0: and quick to love. Hey guys, as we bring this time to a close. <laughs> yeah. <ninja. laughs> Praise him. Still got it. Um, I need you to know that. um, one, one I'm going to ask you, if someone prayed something that you needed to hear or that you caught their prayer today, tell them on their way out the door. It's, imp- it's important that you can identify that and that, that seed will grow, especially when you, when you identify it. This is a church um, that's designed for us to be um, a community. So there's probably a million better churches in town, but there's probably none that would admit that, well, this only works if we do it together. So if you're not praying, I can tell you you're not growing spiritually. This week, I will be here at 6 a.m. every day. 6 p.m., the church will be open. We'll do it for one hour. Where you can jump online and do devotions with us about prayer. Where you can can just pray where you're at, set an alarm. But if you're not praying, you're not growing. Second thing, our plan for you to grow spiritually is to join a group. If you're not in a group, I'm gonna tell you right now, there's nothing worse than looking back four years ago going, I remember when I used to be on fire. Well, change that. Get around other people that love God more than you. If you show me your friends, I'll show you your future.